0: IVM Here's your smart fact of the day Do you know something really interesting that's happened in the past few days? Social media giant Facebook has seen its daily active users drop for the first time in its 18-year history It has from 1.930 billion in the previous quarter in the last three months leading up to the end of December, it fell to 1.929 billion. In fact, the firm has also warned of slowing revenue growth and, and, and the rest of it and it has not predicted a particularly good forecast for people who may own stock in Facebook. Welcome to Smarter with Sid and today what I'm going to do is try and figure out what is the future ahead for Facebook when a small dip like this happens or is it really a small dip? What are we seeing? Let's go. Of course, Facebook's um, bad news will have ripple effects in the marketplace, where you know advertisers are also. Uh thinking of cutting spending in fact i've talked to an advertiser or two who have said that they're not getting too many results of facebook of late and that's why they are kind of cutting down spending on facebook now that is not very good news the slide also happened in meta share price Um, so it kind of uh, dipped quite a bit it slumped by more than 20 percent in after hours trading in new york now obviously even mark zuckerberg is saying this. I mean, he's always been upfront about a lot of things. He's been kind of silent about a lot of things, but he said that the firm's sales growth has been hurt as audiences, especially younger users, had left for rivals. Rivals like whom? Like TikTok and YouTube and and the rest of it, right? So, what are we saying? What does the future foretell for Facebook? If I take a quick poll let's say and ask you uh, all you know all of those guys who are listening to this when was the last time you went on Facebook it's quite likely that some of you might say hey I went there yesterday and then I'll ask you how much time did you spend on Facebook and then you'll say yeah I spent this much time I don't know really but maybe a couple of minutes and then I'll ask you how much time did you spend on Facebook maybe five years back or 10 years back and how many times did you go to Facebook and today you say you go once a day, maybe twice a day, not so sure anymore. And I'm not sure when was the last time I wished somebody on their birthday. I'm not sure when, you know, I liked somebody's post. I kind of just consume content. Yeah, I used to contribute quite a bit. I used to, you know, react quite a bit I used to like things I used to share things. I don't do a lot of those things anymore. And I'm wondering, you know, what I do. Yes, you know, I think when pe- it's somebody's birthday, I get reminded of it. So it is useful. And I could go on. What am I actually saying? I'm saying that the use cases for Facebook over the past 5 to 10 years has been dramatically decreasing at least from anecdotal user experience, including yours truly, right? People have certainly moved from Facebook to Instagram, and that's an old trope because, you know, who wants to be at a party where your parents are? Obviously, you move to Instagram. Obviously, TikTok is something that is... Uh, allowing people to consume content and be addicted to that content without you know trying to think about what's on my mind which is like very cognitively it's quite an overload like I have to think what's on my mind and TikTok is making you completely mindless and in a very nice and happy way I'm not saying that for all those listeners in India obviously TikTok is banned but you know, Instagram does its Reels action and so does your Josh and Taka, Taka. And of course, YouTube, you know, YouTube with its uh, foray into YouTube shorts is also trying to corner some of that attention. And we seem to be moving as a society from content kind of sharing or content creation even as, as a society, mind you, to content consumption on on Facebook. Now, am I saying that content creators have reduced? No, we have seen a plethora of content creators increase, but they've increased in podcasting, they've increased in YouTube, they've increased on TikTok, certainly, and Instagram. And yeah, so therefore, there is a term called creators. But how many people are actually creators on Facebook? Well, of course, there are a few. But was Facebook really created for that? I mean, when was the last time Facebook actually made any change to the way in which it was being perceived, Well, there's good reason for that. Why, you know, change something which isn't broken? Why fix something which isn't broken? But I remember that the last sort of few changes that Facebook had made and tried out was one was the Facebook marketplace, which didn't really take off. The second one was perhaps the reactions, you know, instead of like you had, you know, a lot of the other reactions that were added and you could be a little more nuanced in the way in which you spoke about or communicated. But that's it really. I haven't seen too many things coming from Facebook in terms of any kind of innovation, any kind of enhancement of user experience. It seems to be going on. It's like this big, big, big army tank on the middle of the road which is like rumbling rumbling along you know it's 18 years old now it's 18 years old so if I have to look at how Facebook has resisted changing uh, it can be a good reason as to why Facebook is not working out but is it the only reason is it the only reason I mean, sure, Facebook can try changes to its algorithm to try and make content more addictive. I'm sure Facebook can try to innovate and create some new features and functions that allow communities over there to actually enjoy things. But I think that the reasons are going a little beyond all of these measures. Okay, I think there are two things that are extremely important for us to understand. Facebook became important for us because it connected us to people who we wanted in our lives but aren't. Okay, so it was not talking to strangers or nor was it talking to people who are extremely close to us in real life. But it is people who have connected to us in the past or connected to us for a few moments. And we've kind of seen, hey, I would like to know what this person does and stuff like that. So if Facebook was all about weak bonds. Not no bonds, that's strangers, and not strong bonds, that's real life, but weak bonds. And the weak bond theory is extremely useful because then you feel that you have a very enriched life whenever you go on Facebook because you see people that you genuinely want to be connected to. Of course, there's a 5,000 people limit, but I think that the optimum user experience that I got off Facebook was when I was connected to about 500 odd people who actually I wanted to have in my life. But that's self-limiting, right? For Facebook's business model, which is based on user acquisition. So the moment I start getting more and more people who want to be my friend on Facebook, but I genuinely know them very less, but I add them on because I'm spurred on by having as many friends in the roster, I'm actually kind of decreasing the content experience that I'm getting. Now, you could very well try to curate the content that you are getting on Facebook by unfriending some or whatever and Facebook has given a lot of options for that, maybe its innovation has been in, in those areas, but the fact is that it has not been useful. When I go to Facebook today, I do not actually connect a lot of times to all the people out there, no offense to all those people, but I'm not getting the content that is riveting me to Facebook anymore. And that is because those weak bonds are not happening anymore. It's so strange. I say things like weak bonds, but I actually mean that those weak bonds made Facebook stronger. And the funny thing is, here's another thing. I think as a society, we are changing our equation to social media I think we are getting more and more sophisticated. We understand how Facebook works. We understand the business model around it. We understand what kind of content we want to consume. And we've realized one thing. Whether we are extroverts or introverts, we want to consume content which is done by creators who want to put content out there, not by your aunt or uncle or people who actually suck at making content. And we need to have the choice of you know, consuming content which is interesting. So I think the movement has been for a lot of us to move away from being content curators or creators towards actual content consumption. And Facebook is just not geared for that. I think Facebook is not geared for that in its current user experience. So what's the road ahead then for Facebook? I think Facebook needs has probably already seen the writing on the wall, which is why it's gone into meta and it's gone into the metaverse. And, you know, there's a whole a lot of stuff happening out there. But besides that, I think, The writing on the wall for Facebook is if it recognizes that it needs to be building some kind of things for promoting the weak bond again. How can it do that? Maybe the answer is counterintuitive. Reduce the number of friends, okay, or do something different Facebook. Otherwise, you know, this is not a dip. This is a big, big dive that Facebook is taking in terms of its user base. I hope you like this diary entry or episode of Smarter With Sid. I keep saying diary entry because it was called The Travelling Professor's Diary. And uh, it is in a way, it is a diary of sort because it reflects, it reflects what is going on in our landscape. And I like to connect to trends that are happening and try to connect from trend to timeless truth to make us smarter. So I think that is the evolution of the Travelling Professor's Diary to Smarter with Sid. And hey, you know what? You'll really help me and IVM. If you like this podcast, you should rate this podcast. And you can like and rate this podcast. You can also click on the notification bell to get to know as soon as the latest episode, you know, kind of drops. And do subscribe to the podcast. It'll again help me in a long way. Yeah. I feel that you can also connect with me on LinkedIn and on Instagram if you like the kind of content that I'm creating. And if you like this particular podcast, well, there's many more podcasts like these from IBM that you should just check out. And they've got some great stuff going there. And until next time then, see you soon.